I am back with Denny Runkle, and we have a new guest uh, for the Wealth Management Unfiltered video co- uh, podcast, uh, Mark Ellington. He is a financial advisor here, part of the organization. Uh, he has the big smile. Look at it. It's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and, and Mark is joining us. And, and today uh, we get the special opportunity to talk about one of the big challenges uh, when trying to build wealth, why wealth building is so hard is not knowing the right people, right? Some people say it's what you know. Others say it's who you know. And, and really the bigger word is who to trust. I, I saw a stat and whether and there's a stat on Forbes, there's another on Inc., um, financial advisors, and that's a big category. Uh, I'll say financial agents, but financial advisors are among the least trusted professions in America. Wow. Number one, can you guess? Politicians. <laughs> Number two, used car salesmen. Makes sense. Number three, uh, we're sales uh, people, but really marketing professionals, which I'm looking in the mirror. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then number four, we're people in the financial services profession. So we're in the top five of least. And it, it, that's really the crux of like why I want to do this podcast, because there is a lot of misinformation out there. And, and people just generally, they're, they're, they have fear. They're, they're afraid. They, they don't know the right people or who to trust. So I'm going to, that's my lead in and that's my, uh, uh, I guess my hook. But before we get into that, let's learn about one of these people you can trust. One of our advisors that is a trusted advisor, someone that does truly care, someone with the big smile. We've met Denny in our last, last podcast. You'll hear from Denny, but Mark, why are you in this industry? Tell me your story. Well, actually, uh, Denny and I've been friends over 30 years and he, worked with me in my 30s and kind of introduced what we do back then when it was no one else was doing uh, wealth management, accounting, anything like that. And so I worked a program uh, for a long time and found out that it did work, that Denny was shooting me straight. And then um, I kind of got out of business, got in the ministry and was in between um, jobs. And Denny came over to the house and we had him over for dinner. And he said, Mark, really, what do you want to do with your life now? And I fumbled and mumbled around and uh, he and his wife left, Deb left. And my wife looks at me and says, that is the worst job interview. Didn't you understand? He was trying to see what you wanted to do with your life. (laughs) And uh, and I fumbled around, but um, he and I decided for me to come in. And I really didn't, wasn't coming in for the financial side. I was going to help with the office. And um, they had some building projects going on. And as I got in and watched, again, what they were doing, I just went and got my license. I thought, I want to do this. Um, For one thing, there was such an integrity that we do the right thing every time. And I saw, I know what Denny had done with me. He'd always given me, you know, what was the best thing for me. It didn't matter. Um, You know, I didn't know what he made on any product, but it was always worked out to be the best thing that worked for me. And as I watched uh, Chris and the other people in the office work, I thought, wow, this is something I want to do because I can make a difference in people's lives. And in this environment, I don't ever have to worry about my integrity being compromised because 
that's never an issue. Uh, I, as I watched it, I thought, and I heard behind the scenes, I heard them talk behind the scenes about a client. Well, we got to do this. We got to do that. Commissions were never mentioned. Amount of money being made was never mentioned. I never heard that in a conversation. It was about what is the best thing for the client. And I thought, I can do this. I can be honest with people and uh, and really make a difference financially in people's lives. Because it, if, if you got to fix the money thing, if you don't have the money thing fixed, you know, what's the biggest problem in anybody's life? Finances. Got to fix the money thing to really walk successfully in life. Yeah. That's so cool. I, I had no idea you were... I thought you came in as an advisor, but what's so cool is you, you saw behind the curtain, you know, you saw all the stuff and it was, it was filled with integrity. Like, I want to do this. That's, that's pretty cool. That's what, that's what drew me is that watching the integrity that took place because integrity is important. If you don't have integrity, you don't have anything. I mean, so, so, so in your role, just a quick summary, you work, a lot with small business owners, but what, what do you do? Well, I work with small business owners, really helping them. Uh, the average client or average small business owner that comes in has the wrong LLC. Nobody talked to them about taxes. Nobody talked to them about anything other than, okay, I'll set you up an LLC. Well, which LLC fits your situation? And just all the time they have the wrong uh, LLC for the situation they have. Nobody discusses taxes. Nobody looks at tax reduction, asset protection. Uh, very few small businesses understand that at all. When it, and it, we had a, a lengthy conversation um, in last week's podcast about that same topic where um, there's a lot of misinformation or people just don't simply know. And I do think there, that has... You know, that's a good segue into that divide, that lack of trust. Uh, Denny, you've been you both have been in the industry for, for several years, uh, decades. Uh, why why do you think there is a lack of trust, not in us, but in the profession or in this space? Why, why do you, whether it's high net worth or people in the create stage, why don't they think they're why is there a lack of trust in this industry? Man, that's a loaded question, Justin. That's <laughs> no, like philosophical, right. ethical, moral, political. I know there's a lot, but I, I ask the hard questions. Well, it's really a simple answer, but it almost creates more questions by my answer. Sure. And it's the money. So when the ability to make and sell a lot of products with a marketed system, meaning you market claiming, you know, kind of like, you know, this is a used car only driven by a grandma to church, you know, and it has, you know, 10,000 miles when it really has 100. That's why used car salesmen are so high up on that list. But the same effect happens that every time they meet a financial advisor, oh, what you have isn't any good and I have something much better. And every time they move the money to the new one, they're never better off. So that's why that's exactly what creates the same lack of trust as used car salesmen, because in their own way, we aren't much better. So one of the funny things that any new salesman that comes and shadows me, I have a new client walk in the door. The first thing I ask 
you know, as we get to know a little bit and, you know, what you do, why are you here? And they're always shocked. Well, I thought, you know, I need some help and you're going to sell me something. Let's get that clear. I have no intention of selling you anything today because it takes me a lot longer than one appointment to get to know you and see what your needs are. And they're, well, this is, yeah, this is, and, um, and, and the point of it is, is most people are there because of warm referral. So if we did marketing and they were looking for some sales pitch, I take it very, very seriously when somebody does a warm referral, recommends us, and, and they're assuring the client that you're not going to walk in where you're going to get a lot of pressure to write a check and sign something. So it all kind of goes together. But we need one, two, five, six appointments many times to truly discover the client's needs. Right. Well, that's what I love about the approach, right? It's not a one-size-fit-all, and it's not – we'll talk about the, our team makeup. Um, I think we build trust. We build that rapport because we want to. It's like any relationship, whether it's getting married or having a boyfriend-girlfriend or whatever, usually the first date, we're not talking about you know buying a house – it's it's we get to know and and well but but we need to add to this that the client needs to be assured that we do not need to make a sale today to pay the mortgage tomorrow that we're in a situation about creating a long-term relationship that encourages them to do the warm referral just as they had a friend recommend us which means on a business strategy we can lower our marketing to nothing and put our resources instead of marketing into you giving you a phenomenal experience. So fundamentally, it's a whole different business plan, business strategy that is totally different than the rest of the industry. So, Mark, you um, you talk to a lot of small business owners and and people maybe they've had previous advisors, but what what are you hearing from them after they start? with the WMA process, the financial circle of care? Well, but I, I just had a gentleman the other day. He says, Mark, nobody talks to me like you do. He says, nobody addresses the issues you address. And he said, that fascinates me. And that's why I want to sit down with you. Everybody else is talking about product. You're talking about, you know, taxes. How do I set myself up? Correct. You're not running to the investment part. You're actually looking at a total plan. Uh, for my business. He says, no one else talks to me uh, the way you talk to me. And with business owners, you're, you know, when you're talking about taxes, when I'm saying, hey, I want to look at your situation, how can we reduce your taxes? Um, that's a, who doesn't want to talk about that? And we actually do it. It's not where we, we say, oh, we got this plan and we're going to help you reduce your, we actually do what we say we're going to do. And I think that's what brings credibility. When I say I'm going to reduce your taxes, I do it. And I can tell a small business owner, I'm not going to cost you any money. By and large, at looking at your plan, if I help you, I'm going to save you money. Yeah, that's tremendous. And, and it's interesting as you, you're, you're an advisor talking about taxes. Isn't that the CPA's job? Right. And, and I, you can see some of those questions, right, coming up. And the get, this gets into there's sort of a traditional model of a call, traditional model of wealth management where you have your own separate advisor, your own separate lawyer, your own separate accountant. 
your investment dude, your investment gal, whoever. And it's a model that fails. And we can talk about why. But we do the opposite. We bring all those people together. It, it, we're, we're bucking the, tr- the tradition of, of this industry. Well, we actually actually bring a team. Everybody says they have a team, but it's usually everybody does the same thing. We actually have a team. When I have a client in there, I might introduce them. I'll introduce them to Chris. Here's part of the team. I'll introduce them uh, to one of our tax people. Hey, here's the person you'll be working with on the tax side, bookkeeping. We're letting them know right up front we have a team. And I'm saying I don't have all the answers, but with this team, I can get you the answers. You may call me and I'm just going to be honest. I don't know, but I'll get back to you once I talk to the team and get the advice for your specific situation. And I say, hey, you know, if I'm not here, you know, you can call Chris. You can call other people are going to be aware of your plan because we are a team. So you don't just have to call Mark. Chris is going to I introduce him every time uh, to Chris here and say, hey, if I'm not here, Chris can handle this. I'm also saying um, here's the legacy because they're looking at me and I'm saying I want a long term relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had one, one guy say, OK, Mark, um, you know, you're talking about a long term relationship. He just fumbled around. And I finally said, it's OK. You're looking at me saying there is no long-term relationship. You got one foot in the casket. So I said, well, don't tell me on the grave. But we actually do have a team. I hear all kinds of people talk about their team, advertise their team on TV. And then when you talk to people that are working with that specific situation, it really isn't a team. They met with this person, then they go down the, down the hallway, and there's not a lot of cooperation. Yeah. Well, and just for the listeners – some people are watching, some people are listening. Mark has luscious, beautiful white hair, <laughs> along with that smile. So I don't know. I don't, you know, one from the casket. I don't believe it. I, Mark is alive as ever uh, for those listeners. Uh, now you have to go on YouTube to see it. So please go on our YouTube channel, Wealth Management Accounting. You got to see the hair. So, so Denny, uh, you and I have talked a lot. You've shared different stories of, you know, when let's say there's, I want to pull money out of, for some thing, right? Well, if I just only had a CPA, he or she would just tell me to do this to maybe try to save taxes. Or, or, or if I just had an advisor, they would, they would tell me one thing about WMA. We, we have that collaboration. Do, do you have any examples of just how people are saving money just for, you know, simple drawing out money from whether it's a, a plan or, or, or a qualified product? Like, do you have any examples of how that collaboration helps? Yes, that's almost a weekly um, discussion with the team. The what we call is kind of under our exit strategy, and that's not a very good term. We need a better one. But exit strategy means how do I turn my labors, my investment into usable dollars? And so that would be could be income. It could be your son or daughter needs help with a down payment on a house. You don't want to be homeless. You want to go on a vacation. I mean, there's every instant under the world that people, for some reason, need more cash than they usually have. So one of the things is that we build in is what we call a buffer fund or emergency fund. But we use buffer fund. We want some type of bucket of money that is available that doesn't create a tax liability. 
people are so unaware of the importance of that. Well, yeah, I got an emergency fund. Well, how much, where's it at and how's it accessible? Meaning if you need a new roof or suddenly, you know, I, I saw a, a, a situation where somebody's, you know, wrecked their car and, you know, needed to replace a car quick and they couldn't wait on insurance and stuff. They just needed money. They would be reimbursed, but they needed one like tomorrow. And, um, and instantly we respond that fast. We get a call that somebody needs 50,000 quick, literally within an hour, the accountant, the advisor, and Greg's office will be involved. Where's the best place to pull the money that will not create a nightmare next April 15th? That happens daily, weekly, all the time. The value of that, if somebody needs that 50000 and all of a sudden the normal advisor just pulls that off, not even concerned what tax liability is creating, all of a sudden there's a ten dollars or $15,000 unexpected tax and many times they aren't even aware of it till you know april 14th hmm. so what this a missed is opportunity a, i mean tremendous because this, oh this stuff happens all the time this isn't uh, no constant and and they always say my previous advisor is not a tax attorney he's just responding to my need but your value of just saving me 10 grand with one simple call in the future, what is that worth compared to what I pay you for your services? And that's back to where I kind of on a harping on this all the time. Our clients, we need to express that whatever they pay us is the best investment they ever made. In other words, if you pay my firm, We'd like to look at that. How much have you paid me and how much have we put into your bank by reduced taxes, increased security? We'd like to put a number on that. Yeah. In other words, that's gutsy to do that. <laughs> well, nobody else will, but it's worked out really, really well. Justin, I've actually had clients that you know started out, well, your services seem kind of expensive. And what's so funny is we'll take a, a client with a million dollar in a brokerage account. They don't even understand that they have a $10,000 fee there. We'll do their taxes, their planning and everything for five. So all of a sudden we've cut your expenses in half, added all these extra services and yet return you 20 in real money that you can measure at the end of the year. Wow. I mean, that is, and, and, and our annual, re, uh, every year we meet with a client to discuss all this, that's real important. How valuable are we? What have we done for you this year? Have we been a good investment for you? Um, nobody's doing that. Yeah. Well, and it's, I, I love, there's so many angles to this, right? Um, you could just do the math of how much are you individually paying your, you know, advisor, investment advisor, the hidden cost, right? The the hard cost. You do the math that you're actually saving money, and then th that's that's just the you know jumping pennies over dollars. But then you see how much your the potential, the opportunity, the upside. I mean, so you're protecting the downside. You're saving money, which everyone loves, um, but the upside is crazy just because of the because of the model so 
with Mark's talking, um, you know, and obviously I'm at an age in life that I get the same question, Mark. (laughs) Also white luscious hair audience. (laughs) Well, Mark's is really, I mean, see with the white beard, the white hair, I mean, man, he could be a model. I mean, I'm just an old fart. GQ model. Um, That's his next, next step in life. (laughs) The whole thing when Mark has questions that can be answered by the team, I'm always available. My team can call me. Every single client that I've ever worked with has my number and it hasn't changed for 20 years. My measurement how well we're doing is how many people call me and it doesn't happen. Mark was talking about he has this, you know, resources right there in the office. He goes to Chris, he goes to Jim, Heather, Barrett. He's got all these people. You know how many times Mark calls me? It's almost non-existent. That's the test to how well the team's doing. Because Mark always has questions. <laughs> and it really is it's wonderful as we have a new person come on that, you know, I'm headed towards, I'm not going to be needed. And it's phenomenal. And I really spending my time in helping people recognize how giving to charities, leaving a legacy, their options when they're on the other end, they've been with us a number of years that now what do I do with the wealth you've helped me create? That's where my legacy is going on working with those people and I'm super excited. But my team had to be so well functioning before I could do this and Mark just led into it. Our team is so good. And like Kaylee coming on and and Sandra and Catherine and Denise, the team that's happening in Florida. It's because of the support that we have from the seasoned team members that gives them an opportunity that's phenomenal. Right. Super excited about the new people coming on board. Well, um, and, I, and I want to get into the, the team makeup because I, I think wealth management accounting, It's it's it, there's a perfect – um, I don't want to use the word storm, but there's a perfect storm of things going on. Wealth management accounting and its partners are big enough to provide this model and do it well, but small enough where you pick up the phone and it's not a robot. And if, if I do have to leave a voicemail, I get a, a call back in less than 24 hours every time. That's rem- I mean, that's that's pretty remarkable, right? We're, and, and, and you've said it on this podcast, in the last podcast, we're not trying to be a nationwide company trying to, you know, market to every person. We want to serve a lot of great business owners. You know, we want to help people with their purpose. And we can actually do it, right? Because you do see, I mean, there's, I love the excitement of new advisors and new firms and, but, you know, they're too small or they're too inexperienced, right? And so, in a way, wealth management has the best of both worlds. We have those excited advisors and excited people and hungry people, but we also have the infrastructure to back them. Does that sound right? I'm just I'm just trying to perceive what what's going no, on with my it, team. It, it absolutely, and, and Mark's journey with us, uh, you know, Mark starting in the business got licensed, and you know, and what a blessing because he kind of come to me and said, "Do you have a space for me?" And I said, "Well, yeah, you get you need to get licensed." And he said did that. Where can I start tomorrow? I go, wow, you know, Mark, you spent all the time getting licensed, not even knowing if I had a place for you. And then asked me, and that was just wonderful. I mean, who does that? It's, and, it's and of course gutsy. We did. 
And, and, and then he, you know, he's working and, you know, we didn't have anybody to, he, he just kind of, you know, grew in the business. And, and we came to that point where Mark, you know, was struggling. And I said, Mark, you don't have to know everything. All you have to do is know the client's needs. Our team will support you. And the minute that light bulb went on for Mark, magic started happening. And I felt really bad. Why didn't I express that to Mark clearly much, much earlier? And that's where he helped me to learn goodness. He should have had a platform. But no, Mark just went out there just like every other licensed place, try, licensed agent trying to get a foothold that we have that available for new people. Right. Mark, what was that What was that epiphany like in that moment? Well, I'm in this environment surrounded by Denny and Chris who know everything as far as I'm concerned. And so that's all I could see was that what that's what I have to be. And there is a lot of moving parts in what we do. And so you're, you're just uncomfortable going out since you don't can't answer all the questions. But as soon as you realize people don't expect you to have all the answers. If you say, I got a team and you deliver when you say, Hey, I don't know, but I'll get right back to you. And you do get back to them with the right answer. You're building that confidence. I mean, who wouldn't rather have a team working for them than one guy? You know, I mean, when you think I got a team and you actually meet the team, you can call in and talk to the team. Um, it, so it was just it just released me to go out and present the big picture and say, OK, let me collect everything. I'll get my team together, um, which all of them knew more than I did at that point in time. I was the least informed. And we come back and they'd help me put a plan together. Denny and Chris would sit down with me and, and, uh, cause our, it's difficult when you don't come from a tax site, it's difficult to learn our business, but to have all these tools available. But the biggest thing for me is to know I'm doing the right thing every time for every client, whatever we put together is going to be the right thing for them. We're not adding anything extra, nothing is involved just to make a buck. We're always heading our effort to discover the client's needs before we're putting a proposal together in questions they've never been asked. And that Mark gathers that information and is finding out, getting to know the client well enough to build a plan to address their needs. That's why it's not what we're creating that shoving them into the box that we want, our time is spent in totally discovering and helping that client. And we use this terminology all the time. I don't know the rest of it, but I do. This is where we have a cruise ship. You're the captain. You're picking the destination and the speed. We're your first mate, your engine crew, all the rest of your staff that is making that journey easy. And who knows which family, the destination or how fast they want to get there till we discover that journey they want to take. And you cannot have three sets of plans, conservative, moderate, and risky, and meet those needs. I just... 
We just don't. We'll use the same tools in different ways. The same tools will usually meet those needs. Even that, not all the time. Uh, but but as Mark has <clears throat> gotten really good in asking questions, probing questions that, Mark, how many times do you ask a question that the clients are really uncomfortable answering? Well, yeah, lots of times, you know, you're asking questions, you know, you have this done, no, and they're embarrassed that they haven't done it, but nobody's asking. I mean, I learned that from Denny and Chris. You start out with asking questions. Again, I, I learned from Denny, why are you here? I want to do a good job for me, for you. Tell me what, you, what you're expecting to get out of this appointment and where are your goals? And very rarely has anybody, lots of people ask the question, but they don't really listen. They're just asking that question, but they're not gathering the information and really listening for the answer. And that's a key point. I mean, most agents are working off of a script, right? right. They're, they're handed a script from corporate or from their BGA or whatever. And that was what shocked me learning about W. just the questions you ask. And it's out of humility. It's not like we're trying to outsmart or it's, it's truly no one is asking me these questions no one has ever asked me these questions and they seem so obvious. Why hasn't anyone done this? But WMA, you guys do that. Well, the hardest thing for me, I, I'm so excited to get to what we do because I know it's so good. It's, it's so right. Sometimes I rush past the question because I just want to get and show them how good what we do is because I know it's going to it's going to hit them where they need to be hit. So it is I have to discipline myself to slow down. And, and really ask the question, because I am so excited about what we do and knowing it's going to make a difference in their life. But yeah, the, the questions, I just talked to a lady the other day and, and she says, Mark, you guys ask questions. Nobody's ever asked me these questions. And she says, I don't get a call back. She's talking about her account. She says, I mean, we were talking about getting together and she says, my accountant hadn't called me back. I've called him numerous times. And think about that. Your accountant doesn't call you back. And this is a lady that does very well. Mm. And uh, Yeah. I mean, well, that, I mean, that's just the. Our cell phone. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That, and that's, that's the, you know, some people almost expect that now. And, and just by us answering the phones or calling back, we usurp those expectations. I think that's just good business. You know, I don't care what industry you're in. Right. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's not a common thing. Right. So uh, I want to get down this thread and then we'll, we'll close with just introducing a little bit of our team because we're, we're going to meet the whole team through this podcast series. But so Mark, you know, or Chris or, or the advisor takes in all these questions, right? And then what do we do next, right? We, we talk to our team, we, we collaborate. What's that process look like to develop that plan for a client? I'm asking the questions. And at that point in time, you have some idea what, you know, what is their need? What's their hot button? What is it they want solved? So you're kind of starting there. And then you're, you know, you're saying, hey, you want me to do a good job for you? Here's the information I need. So then you have to collect the information from the client and be clear about what you need and what you want. And we're asking them for personal documents, their tax returns or 
their statements, um, do you have a will or trust, whatever. So they're giving us very personal documents. And then once we get those, we're sitting down. I'm either calling Denny or, or Chris and saying, hey, you know, here's some questions I have if I don't have all the answers or else I'm going down to the tax department and say, would you look over this tax return? Do you see anything here uh, that we need to highlight and discuss with them? And then you've collected their needs so you know, okay, what entity do they need? What, what are we setting up for them? Are we setting up a C Corp or, or a partnership, the family LLC? So there's a lot of moving parts to what we do. There's a lot of team involved because you have all these different uh, situations that you're working with the client on. So there's a lot to be done and a lot of team members involved in putting that all together. But yeah, it's, it's, you know, for us, it's exciting to have Denny and Chris who have been done it so long that any question that I have can be answered and they can help put a plan together if it's something that I'm not aware of, of how to put it together or how to present it. Sometimes I'm asking Denny, how do I present this? How would you present this uh, to the client? Well, Mark, that brings up a really good, when Mark does come to me, and it is rare, but it's usually when a client is in the middle of another advisor's plan. And, and, and usually when we're talking about the generational transfer of a small business, so mom and dad want to move something to their, their son or daughter. Um, that is a specialty I want us to grow into because I'm not sure we've ever run across one that's done correctly. You always hear about the next generation failure rate. And what I've come through the years to, to discover, they were set up to fail. There's no way because of the poor planning, the poor advice, this next generation, because it's literally when a dad sells a business to the son, the son, uh, we, just used it, we just used this with Kaylee, an example, where the dad needed about $100,000 of income. The son needed about fifty, and we're talking after tax. So now the son has to make enough money, which is about two fifty, to be able to support his family and pay debt. So he makes two fifty, pays the tax on it, and has fifty that he gets to keep. It, it is like totally preventable, and with a, a sound strategy, we can knock eighty percent of that tax liability out. And, and when people say, well, how are you doing that? This must be it. No, these are techniques that have been around decades. The fact that you're not aware of these tools and your team isn't is common. But our team then brings the trust. We can lay it out, show them the difference, and help that next generation succeed. And what good does it do mom and dad if the son or daughter fails? That was their retirement. It's a setup that just creates a nightmare that I'd like us to like have a tenfold increase in that helping those people with that small business generational transfer. So Mark will call me and he's done that a couple of times where they're in the midst of this and they're going, now they find out this is ain't gonna work, but we've already, dad's already retired junior or the next generation's already started uh, 
we we have been very effective helping it, but it's just much much harder, and there is no magic way to fix it. I got to call Baird in. I got to you know sit down with Jim. I, we we have to get all the the things and come up with another strategy. If there's some way we could teach people that there's a different way to do that and not be in the middle of the mess. <laughs> yep, and that's what I want people to remember. So think back or scroll back or listen back to what Denny and Mark just said. All those questions, all those people, Barrett, our, our tax lawyer, um, uh, Greg Reynolds, our investment advisor, uh, uh, Jim, our certified public accountant, all those different people. And that's just three of the many. Now, imagine, listener, you doing that. And have you ever played the game Telephone? And have you ever tried to translate something before? Imagine translating your financial plan to all those people and then making sure they follow through with their part and keeping them accountable. That It's a mess. And it's the old way. And the old way doesn't work. And that's what most of the world is doing. And what I'm talking as a third-party outside host, right? I'm looking at this. And I, I just can't imagine having to do that myself. I, I don't have the time. That's not my like. I don't have time to manage CPA or talk to investment advisor and 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 to do it in one team to have that clear communication. That that is the difference. That is the the cohesion. The difference. And everyone's on the same page. They're bringing their own expertise, but they're they're going after the same purpose and mission. I think that's tremendous. Well, and I might add, Justin. The fact that a lot of us have been working together for decades, it's like anything. You have a long period of experience knowing what you can count on and expect from a trusted advisor. It, what is the value of that? You can't put a price tag on that. And that helps on getting uh, quick questions to impossible problems. Excuse me, quick answers. <laughs> They're never... <laughs> Well, and many times we have a lot more questions from the that we need from the client because almost never do we get the full scope and and we have to beg forgiveness. Now, I'm going to have to dig some areas uh, to really understand how you got to this point so we can come up with some great solutions. So please don't be offended because some of these are uncomfortable questions. And I, I think us asking uncomfortable questions to the client be great if we could come up with a way to describe and prepare them for that. Because as you know, Mark, almost always we're waiting on the client because they just don't know. Right. They don't, they don't know or don't understand. Or it, we really hit them with a fire hose of information to start with. So it is difficult. But I think the, the fun thing for me is to be in a meeting with a client Denny's had for 20 or 30 years. One guy came in and says, I won't say it exactly the way he said it. it Runko, it's your problem. I got all these millions of dollars. That's It's your fault. I got all these problems. And I'm sitting there going. And then he had another client come in the other day to invest six figures. And she said, you know, Denny, I want to remind you, we came in with 50,000 years ago and you said, we got to add a lot of zeros to that. Here's this lady 10 years, I don't know how many years later, coming in and basically saying, 
hey, I'm there. So I get to see it work. I get to see 20 years of work or 30 years of work. Here's the results. The system does work. Yeah. Well, Mark, I might add to that. That was actually an Amish couple and uh, they were out of state. I mean, when an Amish come, couple hires a driver and drives hours to come see us. And then this was just about 10 years. And when we were talking about clearly defining their goals and they had 50,000 and we're so excited and, and, and she was so disappointed uh, in my response. Well, I'll be excited when it's 500,000 that you save in one year. And it happened this year. And she said, you said, I thought you were nuts. And it happened. And, and just being Amish and, and, you know, how humble they are and, and her remembering that occurrence because I was mad at you. I thought we did great and you did one more <laughs> out of us. So it's this whole collaboration of believing in them, assisting in them for what you know they can do. So it's an encouragement. It's an accountability part. How do we put a, how do we put a price on the value of that? And I totally forgot that conversation, of course, till she brought it up uh, unsolicited. And it, it was a neat environment. In fact, Kaylee was there. We had our Florida team there. And I just asked him to say hi to the new ladies and, and uh, introduce themselves. And she brought that up in front of the ladies. It was, wow, could we have this kind of testimonial somehow? canned (laughs) (laughs) but it's challenging the clients with the uncomfortable questions helping them clarify their goals and believing in them what the potential is yeah but but well there's a book and and maybe we'll do a whole series on this for listeners you know crucial conversations right how to have conversations when the stakes are high and when you think about things like estate planning, legacy, your family, wealth transfer, heck, just protection, you know, that's the, the stakes are super high. The, these are lives we're talking about. I'll say this, and, and this is the, this is what I love about WMA, the humility that we have. Like, hey, we're figuring out and, and we're going to figure out for you. But in the meantime, during those tough conversations, we're available to talk through those things because we've had those conversations hundreds, if not thousands of times. We, we see the look on your face. We get it. And, and so we, we can help you and your family navigate those tough questions because they need to be answered. Um, you know, we're not talking about life's biggest questions, the purpose of life, the origin of life, but we're pretty darn close when you're talking about your legacy and, and, and what you're trying to do with your future and, and your now. And, and I'll just say, um, the, the folks on this podcast and, and the rest of our team, they're here to help you through those tough questions and they're open and humble and uh, willing to help. Um, well, this has been such a fantastic time um, with, with you, Mark, meeting you with, with having Denny, you come back and, and, and Denny will be a regular uh, Kaylee, our uh, producer behind the scenes. Uh, she'll be on camera soon enough. Don't worry over the next couple of months, you're going to meet more of the team. You're going to meet Jim, our, our CPA and, and, and accountant, and he leads our, our team there. You're going to meet Greg Reynolds. Uh, you're going to meet Barrett Rodriguez. You're going to meet Heather. There's so many great people. I don't know, if Danny, you want to close with just, I don't know how great our people are. I mean, everyone says it, but the proof is in the pudding. I, um, I guess 
you always like to think when you're trying to do the right thing that you will be blessed. And um, that's all I can say is the blessings of people wanting to be a part of what we're doing has absolutely humbled me, brought me to tears um, because they're that good. And I've been doing this a long time and it's been the last 10 years that they just keep coming in. I mean, I literally, Jim Jurgens, they asked me to meet with him. I said, Jim, how did you find us? <laughs> and he said, well, I, somebody recommended you and I wanted a change in my what I was doing and can you use me? And the more I checked into his qualifications, his record, Jim, you walked into our door and I was this doesn't happen. You know, and and I'd love for Kaylee to explain how she ended up with us. I put her on the spot. You know, when I when I found out that Kaylee's qualifications, she had a lot of places she could have went. And then, you know, we're just kind of kidding around. And she said, you know, I, I really wanted to be here. And I turned down a lot higher salary than you're paying me. Now, I don't know if that was just an effort to get a raise, but... Um, <laughs> Hey, but, but I no, I knew it wasn't, and I, and I'm inquiring. Okay, what caused you? Because she says I believe in what you're doing. Mm. So, I what an unexpected pleasure to have a team that works that hard, believes in what we're doing, and will take less pay to come here. I what do you call that? But that's well, unheard of. In, in 2022, 2023, I mean, truly. That's, and I don't know how many people we've added in the last year. Well, since Mark's been here, and I don't, Mark, how long you've been here, but how many people have come on the team since you've been here? It's been a lot. Yeah. I just, I, I lost track. <laughs> no. And it's funny, it, 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 it's, it is funny because sometimes people will work with us for months before I even meet them. And that's that's like, who are you? And when did you start? <laughs> well, that, that's a testament to the growth, right? Where you, yeah. you, you know, it's it's becoming a, a team that is even more autonomous. Uh, yet you're still doing your thing. Like I said, Denny could be traveling the world on a on a sailboat, but he's here filming, you know, a video podcast to educate the world and educate oh. the masses. And that's a good point. I actually had a point in my life from 03 to 2015 when I thought I was retired. Um, still did big cases and stuff, but then in 15, um, my bucket list was gone, helping people, seeing the quality of my staff coming in that really seemed interested in what I had to say. You know, you get a certain age, Justin, and you just wonder, what am I going to be put out to pasture? And when I have young people seem interested in what I have to say, wow, this is the best retirement on earth. I love it. So, and, and that's, that's what's been happening. And just like Mark, just goes, gets the license, shows up. Can I have an office? I, I hope I can be of some help to your team. Well, that doesn't happen. I think actually he gave me a drawer, not an office. I start out with a drawer. <laughs> Closet drawer. <laughs> there wasn't was room. <laughs> and and just so you know, Mark is having a phenomenal year. Yeah. Where he's yeah. so busy. You know, the time he Mark's like, 
nobody wants to see me. How do I get in front of anybody? And now it's like you got to make an appointment months out. I mean, <laughs> how did that happen, Mark? That might be for a different time, but that's really cool when you don't have a marketing plan and yep. your referral business is got you super busy. It's a testament. Well, Mark and Denny, thanks again for joining us. Uh, Mark, we'll see you in a couple podcasts. Denny, we'll see you next week or so on our next podcast. Uh, thank you to Kaylee, our producer, uh, and we'll see you next time. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Justin. Thanks.